Hello, and welcome to Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Our top story today will talk about the state of the Aviation Mall and possible plans for its future. I'm Gary Scott, and today is Friday, March 10th, 2023. Other stories in the Morning Brief today, a talk held in honor of International Women's Day, the leader of the Adirondack Council to step down this summer, and a look at some events happening this weekend and early next week. Let's see, we've got a Hope Adoption Clinic, the Wood Theater's Rock Gallery, and SUNY Adirondack's Battle of the Books. But first, before we get into our stories, I want to let you know that if you're looking for a place to advertise your local business, Glens Falls today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to provide free and convenient access to important local news, but more importantly, we want to support and represent our community. And what better way to do that than by helping to spread the word about the great local businesses in the greater Glens Falls area. For example, I would like to say a quick thank you to one of our community partners, Paul Smith with Renovo Real Estate. Paul Smith knows what makes a home inside and out. With over three decades of experience in the construction industry, Paul brings a unique perspective to real estate with exceptional insight and inspiration for his clients and a goal of connecting them with their dream home. And if you own a business in the area, you could advertise with us on our website or even right here with me on The Morning Brief. For more information, head over to our website at glensfallstoday.com and thank you for making Glens Falls Today your source for free local news. Wednesday this week was of course International Women's Day, and in honor of the day, the Post-Star reports Glens Falls City School District Superintendent Chris Lynn Dengler spoke to a crowd about the need for more school-aged girls interested in STEM careers. The Glens Falls Zonta Club, the Adirondack chapter of the American Association of University Women, and Seroptimist of the Adirondacks held their annual Women's Day luncheon with about 70 attendees at the Holiday Inn in the village of Lake George. This year's topic was Trends in Education for Tomorrow's Women, highlighting the drastic differences in the numbers of men and women working in careers related to science, technology, engineering, and math, also known as STEM. Dengler began her presentation with international statistics, then pared the research down to national, regional, and finally local data from Glens Falls. The research from a 20-year study Dengler presented showed males in 4th and 8th grades in all countries made up the top 20% in academic performance for math and science. The Glens Falls superintendent spoke about the BOCES programs offered in the district that allow participants to take college-level courses or learn a trade. After completing the four-year program, graduates can then go on to receive an associate's degree just one year after high school. She said although women are enrolled in all levels of higher education at higher rates than men, the numbers are still lacking in trade schools, and Dengler personally said she would like to see more women mechanics. She listed and displayed a chart with the trade school programs and the number of male and female students in each. Dengler said, quote, In heavy equipment operation, we have 147 males in the program and 7 females. No females in the HVAC program. You can see where the numbers of females are high. Health occupations, criminal justice, early childhood education, horse care, horticulture, and cosmetology. The superintendent interviewed six of the high school girls in the non-traditional four-year programs and said the results amazed her. In the short videos she recorded, the participants spoke about the connections they made, independence they found, and most importantly the career and college skills they gained, while encouraging the next generation of students to try it as well. William C. Janeway is set to step down as leader of the Adirondack Council effective this summer. According to News 10, Janeway will end a 10-year run with the council, which works to protect clean air and water across the 6 million acres of Adirondacks. Janeway joined the council in 2013. 
In his stead, Deputy Executive Director Raul Rochi Aguirre will step in as the Acting Executive Director. In his announcement, Janeway said, quote, Today the Adirondack Council is strong. Our mission remains as vital and relevant as ever. Our long-range vision for the park reflects our values. The Council is in the perfect position to help the park realize this vision, working with state agencies and other stakeholders, using an ever-evolving set of tools and strategies developed by the excellent staff. In the last decade, Janeway has helped the Adirondack Council to improve environmental policies affecting the Adirondacks in both Albany and Washington, D.C. Staffing has grown from 13 to 21 people, and the Council's annual budget has more than doubled. He also led the Council in the creation of the Vision 2050, fulfilling the promise of the Adirondack Park Plan, which projects strategies for protecting the Adirondack environment into the future. He said, quote, As I step back from the Council, I call on others to step forward. I'm not retiring. I wish the team and our partners the best and hope to stay in touch. My resignation will be effective September 15th to provide time for and to support a smooth transition. I want to be sure that the Council sustains the growth and momentum it has built over the past decade. Now, before we get to our top story, I want to remind you again that you could advertise your business with us at glensfallstoday.com or right here on The Morning Brief. As our business continues to grow and develop, we hope to help other local businesses do the same. We want to help you spread the word about the great services that you have to offer our community. For more information, visit our website at glensfallstoday.com. Let me tell you a quick personal story. I once took a trip around some of the other northeastern states to go visit various ghost towns. And that was something that fascinated me, these small communities which for one reason or another were lost in the waves of time. And now you look at what's left and you can almost picture what it was like back in its day. And then there's this eerie feeling that rolls over you the longer and longer you think about it. Then just the other day I was walking through the Aviation Mall and I thought, I really didn't have to go all the way to New Hampshire for that. And I think a lot of you have probably felt that way in recent years too, not just the Aviation Mall, but any mall, really. As a general concept, they've lost a lot of what they had when I was a kid, and certainly even more so before my time. But maybe the concept of a shopping mall doesn't have to die out in our modern age, yeah? I don't know, maybe it's time for a revival. The Postar reports shopping centers all across the country have taken steps to bring back that nostalgia, the memories of what a trip to the mall used to be, while also redefining what it is that a mall offers the community, including, potentially, luxurious living accommodations. Those efforts now also include malls in the Glens Falls area. I talked recently about the Wilton Mall's plans for redevelopment, which included some potential for housing. The Aviation Mall in Queensbury, however, is seemingly at a bit of a standstill. While the town supervisor is confident in plans progressing for 200 new apartments there, the mall's manager and owners remain tight-lipped. Project plans first surfaced in early 2020, probably the worst time to have grand ideas for anything, Mall manager James Griffith indicated that no new developments were underway currently at the Aviation Mall, which is owned by the Syracuse-based Pyramid Management Group, the same company that owns the Crossgates Mall. As the Aviation Mall stands now, J.C. Penney, Target, and Dick's Sporting Goods are the only remaining anchor stores, since Bonton was turned into Ollie's Bargain Outlet, and the former Sears location remains vacant. Of course, Planet Fitness is there too, but there's not much going on for food in the mall anymore either. 
And so, just like the developers and owners of the Wilton Mall, the Postar Report's Queensbury supervisor John Strauss cited the growing trend of adding living space to shopping centres across the nation. He said, quote, We have to develop new strategies. I call this the Main Street strategy because now you have a residential component, a strong one. The project here would be 200 apartments, which would translate to 300 to 400, maybe even 500 people that will be injected into a living experience. Strau added that the millennial generation especially likes the idea of walkable amenities. The supervisor thinks adding housing to the property would help energize the mall and catalyze symbiotic relationships, encouraging the entire community to make better use of it. He also noted the additional tax dollars that would flow to the town, which as a result would reduce the tax burden on local residents. Aviation Mall first opened in 1975 with JCPenney and Denby's, a regional chain at the time, as its anchor stores. The mall was later expanded with Sears and then Caldor. It was rezoned by the town in 2020 to allow for residential development, however plans have since been stalled for reasons that have not been shared with the public by the mall or its owners. So I think for now this will have to be one of those hope for the future but only time will tell kind of stories. And to close out the week, let's take a look at some things happening around the community this weekend. Home for Orphaned Pets Exist or Hope Adoption Center is hosting an adoption clinic from 11am to 2pm tomorrow, Saturday, at the Wilton Mall. According to the Post-Star, for more than 20 years, the not-for-profit organization has taken in dogs, cats, and other small pets whose human companions have died or are no longer able to care for them. They also help other surrounding rescues and shelters that are at capacity. They care for the animals until another home can be found for them. The cats mostly stay at the facility in the Wilton Mall and can be visited during its normal business hours, or during one of the several special cat yoga, cat cafe, or painted pet events the center hosts. However, the dogs require a bit more hands-on human care and live in foster homes until they're adopted. But at least twice a month, the center will bring all of the adoptable pets into the center for a special meet and greet with the general public. Additionally, there will be a fundraiser at the Inn at Saratoga, where 20% of food and liquor sales collected between 5 to 9 p.m. on March 29th will be donated to the center. It will also host its annual Hope Walk, where members of the community can enjoy a day out, walking and raising money for the center with their pets. Then you've got the Charles R. Wood Theatre, a well-known home for music and theatre in downtown Glens Falls, and more recently, News 10 reports, the walls of its theatre space have been used as an art gallery by the growing number of local artists who call the city home. On Wednesday this week, artists prepared for the Wood Theatre's first ever rock gallery, a one-day exhibit event open tomorrow, Saturday, March 11th. Works from four different artists will be joined by rock music from a trio of local bands. And while the music plays, the local artists will do more than just show off their works, they'll be painting, live, for the audience. Rock Gallery organizer and local artist Anthony Rikiki said, quote, Really the talent is here. I play in a band as well, so I see both sides of the spectrum. Rikiki spoke on Wednesday while standing in front of some of his own artwork, paintings of Adirondack scenes, surreal images, even a Van Gogh likeness. He was joined by fellow artist Shelley Fairbanks, whose drawings of human, insect, and plant life hang on the same wall. Artists Sarah Casada and Hannah Williams will have collections of their own works hung on the adjoining wall. Tomorrow, visitors will have the opportunity to watch the artists paint live while the music plays. Rikiki's band, the diverse rock group Lock 9, is one of the three bands playing the Wood Theatre stage during the show. The other two, Capital Zen and Seas Atlantis, are both also local to the area. 
The gallery will be open free of charge from noon to 5, with Seas Atlantis starting off the music at 7.30pm. The Rock Gallery will also feature a market area where more local artists will be selling their work. Tickets are priced at $20 and available through the Wood Theatre box office. You know what, I think this is one I'll have to check out. And finally, kicking off next week on Monday, March 13th, SUNY Adirondack will host the 2023 Battle of the Books. News 10 reports 18 school districts come together for the face-off, a total of 475 students across 65 teams in grades 3 through 6 will show their knowledge of 10 fiction and non-fiction books read cover to cover to memorize details of their plots, characters, and authors. Five students at a time will have 20 seconds to answer a question with the title and author of the book it connects to, with 31 questions per round. Questions will be asked by volunteer readers who make all decisions on answers and challenges. Competitions are set up by grade level in a bracket system that determines first, second, and third place winners. WSWHE BOCES is the event's organizing body, bringing in schools from across the five counties it works with. Winning teams from all of those districts will take home commemorative banners for their schools to display with pride. The Battle of the Books begins at 8.45am on Monday at SUNY Adirondack. Round 1 kicks off with Grade 3, with a schedule climbing through the grades and ending with 6th grade at 1.15pm. And that is all I've got for the Morning Brief today. Again, I am Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today, and as always, thank you for listening. Our goal for the Morning Brief is to provide you with quick and convenient access to the most important news around the greater Glens Falls area, so if you love the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a 5-star review, and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll be back on Monday with more local news you need to know. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.